0: Welcome to a new episode of Field Days, a podcast about news and hot topics related to the Michigan Department of Corrections. Here are your hosts, Chris Gouts and Greg Straub.
1: Hello and welcome to a special edition episode of Field Days podcast. I'm Greg Straub, joined as always by Chris Gouts. Chris, we all know what happens next week, and who better to kick off our employee survey than the director herself. That's right. This is our first uh, emergency edition of
2: the podcast or special edition. Uh, so maybe we can get a maybe we can get a siren a noise to play uh, over top of us right now or some of that old-timey uh, news bulletin sound effect. You know
0: yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: it's it's a big it's a big deal. It's a big day, but it's great like you said to have the director on to talk with us about the survey. So uh, earlier this week we had on several employees talk about the importance of taking the survey and now we get to hear from the director herself. So let's go to the director and get her thoughts. Well, Director Washington, thank you for coming on uh, for this uh, our first special edition uh, of the podcast. Uh, And it's it's special because it's a very important topic, and that's that we have the the fourth uh, State of Michigan Employee Engagement Survey coming up. And so we're wondering if you could uh, tell our listeners in the department why you feel it's important to take this again.
0: Sure. Well, hearing from our employees is um, very important. And as I've discussed before. Um, That's one of the reasons why I really enjoy getting out and talking with staff at all levels and and visiting facilities um, because it is important to hear directly from our employees about what's going on. Um, This will be the first survey that's been taken during my time as director and I want to continue to hear from employees about what's most important to them and their ideas for how to make our department even better. We do that in a variety of ways now, but um, the survey is another way that we can um, get feedback so that we make sure that we're moving in the right direction. Um, Each year that the surveys come out, we've gotten better, and that's what we want to do is continue to improve our rankings in the survey. Um, And so hearing from our employees and having as many people respond to the survey is really important.
2: Great. Well, so how, how will the results from the survey be useful to you and the department once we get those back?
0: Well, they won't be useful at all unless we hear from you. So we really need people to respond. Um, we've had great success with participation, as I've said, and um, the first year, which was I think 2012, only half, less than half of our employees took the survey. Um, in 2015, it was almost three-quarters of the staff, and we want to see that number continue to rise. Uh, participation is what makes the survey a success, so we're n- learning not just how you're feeling about the direction of the department, but you also will have an opportunity to provide comments and suggestions on ways that we can improve.
2: So, so once we get those results back, uh, what happens uh, with the results?
0: Well, we go over them in great detail and learn as much from them as we can. Um, aside from the, ge- the various um, general percentages that we see in various categories for responses, there's also places for employees to leave comments. And um, that's the part that I actually really like is seeing people's individual comments. That's where you have an opportunity to actually express your own thoughts. Um, in 2015, we had thousands of uh, individual comments um, given on things like career opportunities, morale, training and development, um, use of technology, all kinds of different things um, were commented on, and every single comment was read. And it does make a difference. As a result of those comments and the survey, um, employees identified different areas for improvement. So there was three different areas, increased communication, inclusion in the department's decision-making process, and acknowledgement for a job well done with emphasis um, on future career growth.
1: Well, Director, I kind of, you know, you you talked about how the comments are are very important to you, and I kind of want to unpack that statement. Um, So with the comments, I'm assuming that people are putting in their thoughts on kind of improvements that you can make. Um, Some areas where we're we're doing really well at, some areas where we can improve at. So what has happened with some of the results of past surveys and some of those comments?
0: Well, this podcast that we're speaking on right now is a good example of that. In the past, we heard from employees that they wanted to hear more from the department about the decisions we make and more communication in general. And so um, the podcast is one way to reach out to staff. We also have revamped our newsletter, Corrections Connection, which I have to say, um, during my entire tenure in the department, the newsletter's never been better. Um, we created a newsletter for our EPIC section, and that's our effective process improvement in communications. Um, we also have an electronic mailbox for people to send suggestions to. And we've enhanced our use of social media, um, emails, and Nixle alerts. So there's a number of different things that we're doing to reach out and as you know Greg um, employees receive information or they desire to receive information in different ways and what might be a good way that I want to receive information might not be the same way that you want to and I think we've noticed that over and over over time um, just when email was the prime mode of communication for us. And I know that it was always kind of a frustrating thing because, um, you know, we felt that we were communicating with our staff because we'd send out emails, we'd send out blasts, and expect that, you know, people were getting that and reading it. But we found that that really wasn't the case. But yet we continued to use that as our mode of, of communication. But since the surveys and when this really gets driven home, we really have changed. We really have changed as a result of, of listening to those responses because now we, um, we have all these other different opportunities to communicate, and I think that's really important. And I hope that people are taking advantage of, you know, logging onto Facebook or getting a Twitter account or tuning into the podcast or any of those types of things to hear what's going on in the department.
1: Well, not only that, but maybe they have their own idea of how they want to be communicated with, so they can give you that. I- they can give you that idea, right? That's right. Um, and thanks for the plug, by the way, for the podcast. We appreciate that. You know, you did a, u- a unique event a couple weeks back um, where you did a town hall event. You did it in a Correctional Facility. You actually brought in FOA, CFA, and you did a town hall event, which is very unique and very um, it- it's it's kind of cool to-, to have a director actually go and just you know take questions for an hour or so. Um, can you talk about that event and if you're planning on doing this anywhere else?
0: Sure. Well, one of the things that I've wanted to do for a while is start up these town hall events, and, and you can call them town hall events or whatever label you want to put on them, but I found that... Um, the best days in this job are the days that I actually get to spend out in the field talking with staff and um, traveling around and seeing what's going on. And it helps me learn more about the department, and I hope that it helps everybody else have an opportunity to have their questions answered and to engage with the department's leaders. And so for me, it's not just about me going out, but it's about me as well as Deputy Director McKee, Deputy Director Marlin, and Deputy Director Sherry, and us all going out together and representing every area of our department, and joining our employees together, um, field and prison, and any other area of the department, because we are one department, and so I think that having these forums to come together um, and get to know each other better, and have an open conversation is um, a great a great thing for all of us. So I was really excited to do that. It went very well. Um, the Saginaw facility um, is a great facility. They have a lot of great things going on, tremendous staff there. We had the opportunity to give out a number of awards, um, and we gave out awards for field staff and facility staff right at the facility, and that was nice to see, too, because... Um, you know, one of the awards we gave out yesterday um, was for a member of the ARU, Mr. Bellinger, and, um, and I talked about how, you know, probably a lot of people in our department don't really have a good understanding of what the ARU does, and this was a great opportunity to be able to highlight that to, um, you know, to the staff on the inside of the facility, and so I thought that was really great.
1: So, finally, Director, you know, we hear... Employees still have some major concerns over whether this survey is truly anonymous. You know, if if they know my computer name, they know this, they know that. Especially from those who work in small offices or who are the only male or female in that particular office. Can you explain what goes into keeping the results confidential?
0: Well, first I want to tell you the survey results are confidential. And I'll just be totally honest and say that when the survey first came out, I was one of those people who um, wasn't necessarily sure that it was confidential but that was then and this is now and I can tell you from um, looking over the survey results since I've been director there's absolutely never been any information given to me about who any of the responses belong to so I am convinced and you should be too that it truly is um, confidential Um, but the survey um, the survey results are not uh, associated with any one individual. So even if you are in a small office or um, a small classification, the rule of 10 prevents this. And what that means is that if there are fewer than 10 responses in any classification, the responses from that unit will only be reported at the next organizational level. So if a business unit has 10 or more responses, a report will be generated for that business unit. However it will not contain any demographic information that could identify who each individual participant was.
1: Well, Director, uh, you know, I, I think this is an important topic. I think it's important for you as a director of this very large department, um, you know, to get some feedback. It's good to reflect back on what you're doing well, what you, what we can improve on. So, um, you know, I appreciate coming on and, and, and speaking to, the employees of how important the survey is to take. You know, it is the fourth one, but this is the first one with you as a director. Um, so, I, you know, I appreciate you coming on field days today, and you know, showing your support for showing your support for you know, giving honest feedback on what we can do better and what and what we're doing well right now. So, director, we, we appreciate you. I mean, thank you very much. Thank you. Well, we appreciate everybody tuning in and listening to uh, our special edition podcast. But you did hear the director talk about uh, her time at Saginaw Correctional Facility where she did a town hall, and she mentioned that she gave an award to Chad Bellinger of the Obsconder Recovery Unit, better known as our ARU. So make sure you tune in next week where we have on Lieutenant Charles Levins from the ARU who can talk more about kind of what the role is and, and, and how they help make the public safe. All right, as always, thank you for listening. We'd love it if you would help us spread
2: the word about the podcast. You can do that by subscribing to the show on iTunes and leave us a review.
1: You can always follow the department on Facebook at MI Corrections and on Twitter at Michigan DOC, as well as the FOA account at MDOC FOA and the CFA account at MDOCCFA. CFA. And you can send any questions you have to the show using the hashtag AskFieldDays. Until next time, thanks for tuning in to Field Days Podcast.